Hello there. Don't be alarmed. We're just preparing your listening device for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. We do this, of course, by filling the radio with water. Don't worry. We're professionals. Thanks to me, you won't even get wet. You see, I've crammed every appendage of my body into the cracks and crevices of your radio, ensuring an airtight seal. By the way, don't touch your on-off knob. That's a very sensitive area. Anyway, I should remind you, we believe in the buddy system just like diving, so don't listen alone. Call your buddy and tell them that Scuba Radio is about to begin. We're going to start a new life under the sea. So, uh, am I going to drown? Of course not. Just stay calm and let the gentle currents relax your every muscle. Under the sea. Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations. Just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks? And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master. And welcome to Hour 2 of the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. CJ's in the studio with me. What up? And, uh, man, what a crazy hour of uh, talking with Valentina the Psychic Mermaid in Hour 1. That You know, it has me uh, put chills up my uh, spine. I don't know about you. Did it? Is that what you? that was? Yeah. I think uh, that, that's what I'm going with. Uh, Jerry's shot of rum won't fix. Yeah, well, that's true. Uh, rum is uh, is always fun. So uh, that's one way. <laughs> Actually, you know, uh, the truth of the matter is, is that it, the more you drink, the less uh, you become a receiver for the other side. I beg your pardon. Yeah, uh, yeah I told you that in hour one. Yeah, I told you. You know, I'm kind of I'm kind of tuned she in. She said with that no no alcohol that that inhibits the you know. That's what I just said. I said it, 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 you're not as sensitive if you drink. Uh, you're you're less sensitive to the but other side. But it's easier for him to turn you into a zombie. Well, that's true, and that's probably why I don't you know think that's accurate. Jerry, the diver guy, is hey, not I've heard seen some drunks stagger down the main road. And they look like zombies. Well, that, okay, that's true. But Jerry, the diver guy, you know, he has not heard any voices, probably because well, Jerry, the diver guy, has a tendency to drink uh, a little too much. Yeah, and he's probably drowned out the voices. And, uh, but but you can't drown out you know visual evidence of the other side when orbs start showing up in your security cameras of your home, which I is could, what happened. I couldn't tell you what that was. They, I'm, I I think they were air bubbles from the other side. Uh, you can call them, them psychic couple, orbs seen or them what? A couple but, times and I couldn't tell you. I was like, I don't know what that is. You know, whether it's his dad checking in just to say hi, or an old friend, or it could be something more sinister. Old scoutmaster. No, it, it's old actually. Priest. Uh, Valentina said it was positive energy, so that's good. It makes me feel better because I was like, if I'm going to dive with Jerry and he's haunted by some evil spirit or something, I don't know if I want to be contained his buddy. to his house. Though I don't think it comes with him. Uh, they, it's not they like stick. road trips. They have a tendency to stick. No, you're making this up. No, it's the truth. Look it up. Google it. They stick, stick. to live energy. You know the the he, haunting he believes. Uh, well, they, then they, how come it didn't come with him? Because he was with us down south. There were bubbles coming were, out of his regulator, and who knows if they were actually bubbles when we dove with him. Okay. Yeah, who's to question okay. the other side? Hey, we got the Aqua Gypsy Br- uh, with uh, Brittany with us now. Maybe Brittany, she- will you talk some sense go. into Greg, please? You know what? You know what Jerry could have used? What's that? An enema. <laughs> the... <laughs> He probably could have used the the ghost to help him catch some extra lobster. Yeah, hello. 
Well, they, I, I would have called them, but they all run off and left me. Yeah, because, uh, you know, the spirits that are attached to Jerry are probably spooking the lobster away. Whatever. Which is screwing all of us. Yeah, I'm telling you, animals can see spirits. They say that in all the books. Yeah, Jerry can drink them. So Bit between trash. the two, the lobsters are running like crazy. Yeah, okay. Well, the poltergeist. Oh, I think he could. He should have used the ghost equalizer. To catch more lobster. Yeah, he can use a equalizer to catch those orbs in his security camera. I think they're I don't energy. Know. I don't think you can catch energy. You can with try. A physical object. It would be. That would be a. Fun Haven't video. you ever seen Ghostbusters? Yes, of course. God, what's wrong with Are you? you? Gonna go. So, the, uh, have you seen the key master? Isn't that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, maybe uh, you can find a spotter lobster. A lobster that has passed, and you can make a pet spirit out of it. Oh, again, you know, I maybe we'll have to reach out to Valentina next time and say, "Hey, Casey, could- that would be in my belly." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not in Greg's. Not I'm not going to touch I purchased some lobsters last month and ate them. <laughs> well, and maybe, the, yeah, Valentina, could you connect with the lobster and CJ's belly? Tell yeah, us where be. tell us where all his brothers and sisters oh, it's are. Been long digested. <laughs> okay, anyway. I think that that went back out to sea already. Mm, possibly. <laughs> okay. They were gaseous. <laughs> all right. I thought I thought the Alfred Gypsy was going to, you know, bring us up a notch, but so far I'm not so sure that's happening, but we'll try anyway. Uh we got she some knows other what stuff. kind of show this is. Yeah. You are the company you keep, Greg. Okay, good point. Slam. Well, there's a there's that seventy thirty thing she talked about. Well, oh, of it being seventy percent that yeah, we're going to go diving. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe that is possible too. All right. Well, I got another story we have to uh, dive deeper into today. I don't Please, know if, God, yes. If you guys saw this, this is big news. If you ever want to dive down under, first of all, uh, of the scuba radio scuba squad, who has been to Australia to dive the Great Barrier Reef other than I. Anyone? I'm looking at no one raising their hand. Nope. I'm the only one who's been fortunate Go enough to Go ahead and dive rub it, it in. But, nope. It was freaking awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty amazing uh, adventure down there. It's been like 15 years. Maybe eh, maybe not quite that, but a long, long time ago. Back when you were a young man. But I I did go uh, to dive down under. And the one experience that is truly unique for us in North America and the USA is is seeing sea snakes. Now, there's other places like Micronesia and stuff like that. But, you know, sea snakes are are very prevalent in Australia on the Great Barrier Reef and Queensland and, and out. You know, those waters are not Queensland, but Cairns, where I went in and out of. Diving, and we actually went on a dive specifically to see sea snakes, which are the most poisonous snake on the planet, supposedly. You know this, right, CJ? I did not know it. Yeah, now I knew the, they were poisonous. I they're didn't know very they were more than like a cobra, say. Well, they're they're uh, they're sea snakes, so yeah, I guess they're part of the same family there as a cobra. But but the venom of a sea snake is extremely dangerous. Now the the kicker is is that they usually don't. Uh, injure people or hurt people because they they have very small mouths, so they they can't they they can bite people and they have bitten divers, but they don't generally inject their venom, which is extremely venomous. And you so obviously well, that's good. Yeah, so, so you know, they stay can out kill of their you. Way and you're good, right? 
and uh, and if they do bite you, chances are they did, they're not able to uh, inject their venom generally. Now, has it happened? Yes, very, very, very rarely. Question. Yeah. A little off topic, and I apologize. When you went to Australia, did you have a Vegemite sandwich? I did not. I smelled it, though, uh, and I was not a fan. So It's an acquired taste. You didn't even try it? I smelled it. I, I uh, ate. Can- seen a man full of muscles. Okay, I, Greg. I, I, I ate kangaroo. How about when, that? Really? What's yeah. the story about sea snakes? I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so the we go on this dive specifically uh, to a wreck that they said we're going to see a ton of sea snakes. And I'm like, hey, these are like the most venomous snakes on the planet. Is this really safe? Oh yeah, they can't bite you. Their their mouths are too small. And I'm like, okay, well, we go down on this wreck at about 50, 60 feet, beautiful wreck, great viz. And all of a sudden I see like, holy crap, there's literally hundreds of snakes wrapped all around this wreck. Yeah, they're, they're you know, coiled up around the edge of a gunnel or something like that. Or, I would check it out and just keep my distance. Well, that's what I did. <laughs> and, and, you know, some of them would, uh, you know, out free swim a little bit. But most, uh, yeah, they said, look, they'll they'll leave you alone. Just obviously don't grab one or anything. And I'm like, yeah, don't worry about that. I say, but the, don't worry about them. They're, the mouth's too small. And as long as you're not aggressive towards them, they're going to just ignore you. And sure enough, that's that was what happened. And uh, it was pretty remarkable, though. I was now, like, what color? Were they, were they different colors? Yeah, they were like black and or white, black striped uh, sea snakes. I mean, I guess that's fairly common type of design for them. I don't know. There's probably different species and things, but they were like white and black, the ones that I saw like in Australia. Like a banded sea snake? Yeah, yeah. So we'll go with that. And uh, so anyway, uh, they were cool and, uh, and everything. And this story comes out this week. And here's the headline. This is from the Daily Mail. It says, is this why sea snakes attack? Serpents mistake scuba divers for sexual partners and bite them in misdirected courtship behaviors, a study finds. I think that would be guys that go diving on their hundredth dive. Nope, nope. This is not a, uh, you know. (laughs) Decoy. Yeah. I mean, it's going after females just as uh, much as guys, so it's not like. uh, that's probably the dudes that go down. The the whole uh, worm thing, no. There's something to this, and it's kind of creepy, but the sea snakes are coming after uh, the divers, they say, in a sexual way. Uh, we'll, uh, Ew. Yeah, we'll find out what this is all about next. It's kind of weird, isn't it? Just when you thought it couldn't get any weirder. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Be an explorer. In the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium. Instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. 
Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explore Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explore Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explore Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explore Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explore Ventures liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Save us St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, humpback whales, and the Silver Banks. New destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explore Ventures liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1-800-322-3577. That's 1-800-322-3577. Or visit ExploreVentures.com. That's ExploreVentures.com. Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer, and Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Tarek is the best, most intuitive, and reliable wristwatch-sized dive computer on the market. Check it out in the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater, dive computers for demanding divers. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Snorkel shot! Snorkel shot! Snorkel shot! I'm gonna spend the weekend in the deep end. The water's finding y'all for just This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Greg the Dive Master and CJ in the studio, and then the Scuba Radio Scuba Squad connected via the web. Barry the Bugger, we got uh, Bubble Boy, Casey the Tobacco Nut, Jerry the Woo-hoo! Diver Guy, Vinny Two Tanks, on? and the Aqua Gypsy, Brittany. To round out the crew and kind of, I don't know, provide some balance for this What's sausage normal party. To be back in yeah. this monkey show. Yeah, okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> this heart monkey show nailed it. Oh, we haven't seen her in weeks, and all of a sudden she's taking charge. Well, as yeah, she should. She has to set some Someone's somebody got to. exactly. That's why we love her. Set the gang straight. All right, so sea snakes in Australia by the um, seashore. There, there, there's been a study that shows. That the the scientists are saying that the sea snakes are approaching divers uh, during mating season because they're confusing the scuba divers as a potential sexual partner. Now, what what they're saying? This is the God's Did honest truth. You feel the love. Quiet. What what they're saying is that the sea snakes have very bad vision, which I know to be true. But that's pretty bad vision when you can't to cipher a scuba diver and a fellow sea snake of the same species. And like, hey, that's pretty good. I think I could do something with that thing. 
Wait, they're in Australia. Why? Why they have like a southern oh, that's US right. accent? They're like, "Good eye, yeah. mate. You want to get it on or what?" Well, no, that's, that's bubble, bubble boy. Brace bubble yourself, boy, Sheila, I'm coming in dry. Okay. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he's the only one that can do an Australian. Well, accent. that's that is true. None of us leave the voice images to CJ. Right? No, well, I can't. Well, no. I didn't do Australian, but but James. Yeah, does. Bubble Boy does I a mean, good Bubble Boy Australian accent. But anyway, the uh, that that's the uh, story that the sea snakes are having problems to you know deciphering uh, scuba divers in the area and other sea snakes they want to get their freak on with. And that's creating some awkward encounters because, once again, the sea snake uh, has the venom that is like the most potent venom in the world. It, it'll kill you like instantly, supposedly, if they actually were to so inject your venom. sea snakes have suddenly gone stupid? No. Wait, they, yeah, they, I have a question. Like, how did the scientists know? Well, they, they were studying uh, encounters with them. They were studying the sea snakes, and they, they started realizing or noticing that during mating season— the male and female sea snakes were acting odd and coming after some of the the researchers that were studying them. They were like, well, that, you know, very odd behavior. Because they're interrupting their privacy. Well, they were, they were getting their freak out. Well, they they were, you know, in an amorous mood. Uh, and, be- and I believe it says Let's actually it mating. I think it's like May, April, May time frame, which Can may be the. Feel the you have to double check the article and Google it for yourself. To find out the mating season of the uh, sea snake, but that might be the time to avoid diving with sea snakes if uh, you don't want to be the victim of their sexual approaches. Unless yeah. you wanted to get your freak on with a sea snake. Well, I, you know, uh, that, I'm not a fan because evidently what they do is they curl around you and bite you. So, you know, sea snakes, that's what they do when they, you know, want to get their freak on. That's how keep they keep your distance. Well, Greg yeah, does have a kinda, thing for garden eels. I don't even know what that means. Okay. No one does. There is probably some creeps out there with some freaky fetishes that would, like, love this. Yeah, but, they, but they're venomous. Very. Uh, yeah. Brittany. So, you, I know. you know, as fun as that may sound or something like you want to mark off the list if you're into such type of underwater bestiality i i don't know Jerry. if that would be wise in this case Jerry. since the sea snake is so venomous and, and they said uh you know that hey knock yourself out e- even hey, though the they're they're die, wait they're, when the sea snakes die do golden orbs come out of uh the water later quiet barry uh so <laughs> they they have very small <laughs> mouths and uh and, and luckily they generally can't inject their venom into you but if they really were to latch on I mean, that's when you could potentially get injected by their venom, and that would create a problem. Well, maybe it's like eating fugu. If you eat just a little, your mouth goes numb, you don't die. Maybe if you're only bit a little bit, it's uh, exciting. I nominate Casey the Tobacco Nut to go test that theory. And I will volunteer for this free trip paid for by Scuba Radio. Okay. Ah, uh, you didn't think about that one, did you, there, Mister Smarty? No, I, I'm, I'm not going to pay. Casey is grossly overestimating our travel budget. Yeah, this scuba exactly. radio debit card number is yes. Well, five four nine. You can Where, just pawn one or two of those dive guitars and pay for the trip. Oh, oh that, hell that no! Get you in, that won't even get you in coach. Well, you know, uh, yeah, we'll buy him a, a slat of uh, fencing, like at Home Depot. <laughs> And uh, and just break off one of the slats that he can use in an oar and set him on his way. 
I like that. Like Tom Sawyer and report back Where to us in 20 years. Can I, can I at least get a volleyball named Wilson? Sure. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. But uh, so going back to this story, I, I, I'm, I'm picking up some energy from you guys since I'm so sensitive today because of our psychic uh, type of stuff that we've had. <laughs> I'm picking up these vibes from you guys that you don't believe me, that I'm, I'm like, uh, this is some giant hose. This is not. This is legitimate science. I see it on your computer yeah, you see it. monitor, CJ but can, it looks like clickbait. No, the bottom line is, would this uh, impede you from going to dive with sea snakes? Vinny, the, uh, Vinny two tanks. If, if you had a scuba dive scheduled that you knew you would see sea snakes, would this make you think twice before jumping in the water? Um, I think I'd probably wear a, a, a fairly thick wetsuit, but I'd still go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That yeah. might make sense. Yeah, I knew that was going to be the answer from Vinny. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Brittany? Would you, uh, would this scare you away with diving with sea snakes or would you avoid April, May their, you know, their mating time? Uh, yeah. Or- yeah. I don't really like, particularly like snakes. I like sharks and stuff, but I don't like snakes. Okay. Really at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of with you. I mean, I, I would probably definitely think about the thicker wetsuit thing just to put a little bit more, you know, padding or uh, barrier on my side uh, for that. But I don't know that it would keep me from doing the dive. But, uh, I mean, I remember when I went and did that dive years ago, I was a little intimidated. The only snake I like is white snake. Hell yeah. Craig. <sighs> yeah. Nap time keeps you from diving. But no, they didn't. They didn't keep me from doing the dive. I did the dive, <laughs> even though when I was I was spooked because Sleepy I Greg. I knew have a point, Greg. that the uh, sea snakes were had the most venomous. You know, they were the most venomous snake in the world, and I did it anyway. So what does that say about me? It says that I am pretty much a genius. Good night. Good night. Yeah, okay, that's what I'm going with. My story, I'm sticking to it. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Greg the Dive Master and CJ in the studio. Scuba Radio Scuba Squad connected via the web. Bubble Boy. We got uh, Barry the Bugger, Jerry the Diver Guy, Casey the Tobacco Nut, Benny Two Tanks, the Aqua Gypsy Brittany. And now we got a doctor in the house. Thank God. Just in the nick of time. Somebody give me a doctor. Doug Ebersall. Dr. Doug, how are you, buddy? What's going on? Sorry, sorry for being so late. I apologize. I, had a, I was teaching a class today. It kind of ran longer than I planned. Priorities. That's uh, right. He's the only one who has them set properly. Didn't miss on anything. Show. Yeah. 
No, what do you mean he didn't miss anything? He got here just in the nick of time. He uh, was doing something constructive. You're hey, right. Jack, what kind of class were you teaching? Uh, underwater navigation. Really? Mm-hmm. I got a new student for you. <laughs> okay. Greg, you know that? Because the new student is hosting the show, right? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I, I don't know what they're talking about. He's, they're all lost, Dr. Doug. Uh, but regardless, uh, we, we've been talking about psychics. Uh, Jerry's been haunted. Uh, we, 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 you can catch up, um, you know, after the show and catch up with hour one on that. And then also sea snakes. Have you ever dove with sea snakes, Dr. Doug? Yeah. Oh, yeah. In uh, the South Pacific. Okay. Yeah. The, you know, there was a report this week that says sea snakes are searching divers out and trying to get their freak on with them. Did you, did you see that story? I, I did see a, I saw a, a, a post or something about that, but yeah, I'm not that it'd be a problem, but, uh, they usually leave you alone. There, there's that one place I've not been to, um, somewhere off near Indonesia, where there's the you know the hundreds of them that'll swim all through your gear and so forth. Right. Or someplace, but yeah, but but sure they think that. they're going to have uh, you know it's probably in the red light district of uh, of that area. I'm guessing because they they they're saying that they want to get their freak on, and they're mistaking us for amorous sea snakes. Their their vision is obviously terrible. But uh, nothing to be uh, afraid of, according to Dr. Doug. Is that right? Absolutely. Okay, he's spoken. We'll go with that, and then we'll find out what he's been up to lately. And the Great Lakes, I believe. That's coming up next. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Stay indoors to avoid all those corona spores. There is one place that you can go that we all know way down below. No corona underwater. No corona underwater. If you want to dive, we think you ought to. No corona underwater. Maintain social distance or dive in a wet existence. You can drown that virus in the sea and make it safe for you and me. So if you're up for the task, all you need is your dive mask. You won't need a respirator when you use your regular. You later. No corona underwater. No corona underwater. If you want to dive, we think you ought to. No corona underwater. One of us has made a gross error. I can't imagine that'd be me, but chances are it probably was. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. And uh, I believe there's no corona uh, underwater when you go underwater. Uh, Dr. Doug, he's a doctor. Can you uh, vouch for me on that or no? Or would you prefer uh, to stay silent? Sure there's nothing underwater. There can be corona on the surface, but uh, it's unlikely to be a concentrated sign up to give you a problem. Okay. I'm going to take that as a win. That's right. All right. Good. All right. So Dr. Doug is uh, with us. He just got back, well, literally from a, teaching a class on navigation. And yeah, we'll talk about that another day. Because I'm, right. I'm really great at that, as everyone is about <laughs> for me earlier. But... Uh, but what I do want to talk about is is diving in the Great Lakes because you were just up there last week doing just that. Is that true? Yeah, place I'd never been before. Uh, so we went up to we flew into Chicago. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, Joseph Mendelson, who uh, lives up there, is a dive master up there. Had set up a trip. He wanted to make sure we hit the, the the highlight of all the wrecks. So we did one day. Drove over to Milwaukee a couple hours. Uh, went off um, on a boat there. 
did a couple dives. And then on uh, the following two days, we went out of Chicago uh, and did two wrecks each dive uh, each day there as well. So nice. I knocked out six wrecks in three days. So, okay, so you were uh, off of uh, Chicago. You uh, That's where you launched from? Uh, two days from Chicago. One day we drove kind of up to Milwaukee. It's about a two-hour drive up. So we did uh, one day Milwaukee and then two days Chicago. Now, on the surface interval, uh, in between dives, I would imagine it was a two-tank dive, say, when you were in Wisconsin, right? Correct, on both do, of them, yeah. Do they serve up, like, cheese curds instead of, like, you know, I, things I, like I, that at the surface happen, interval? Actually, uh the boat didn't, but some of the locals did. We had a couple of friends uh, who came to join us from Wisconsin, and they brought fresh cheese curds with them. I, I wasn't brave enough to do that. That's not one of my not one of my things. But they had a whole fresh bag of. Uh, they said they just had made them yesterday. Oh wow! The day before, yeah. Anything squeaky cheese is another term, but any uh, yeah. anything that like rhymes with turd, not a fan. Not a not fan. a fan. But. Uh, you know, that, it's what they do in, in uh, Wisconsin. That's, that's what they have. If they're fried, actually, I, I like them. You've had them, CJ. You like them, right? Eh, you know. Eh, you take them and leave them? Not, not a huge fan. Okay. I but like it, them on poutine. You have them on what? what? Poutine. This thing called poutine. What is that? Cajun. Poutine is French. I'm like French-Canadian. They have it in Montreal, but it has shifted down into the United States. Yeah. So it's French fries with che- melted cheese curd and then gravy on top. Oh, yeah. Very healthy. That sounds healthy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's an appetizer. Keep Did Dr. we mention uh, business. Yeah. arteries clogging over? Dr. Doug is a heart surgeon, so <laughs> yeah. we're, we're good to go. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. All right, so uh, you, you did that, and so we got to talk about the dives you actually did. I mean, they're known, the Great Lakes are, are known for some fed, fantastic wreck dives because it's fresh water, it's cold, and the wood has not deteriorated like it would, say, in the ocean and other parts of the world. Is that right? Exactly. So it's, uh, it's lots of very you know, intact wrecks. There's one, the last one we did on the last day, uh, called the Thomas Hume. It's about an hour right out of Chicago. It apparently was built something like the 1860s. Uh, it went down in 1891, uh, and then nobody found it till like the early 2000s. So it was down for like 120 years. Nobody ever knew it was there. Hmm. Uh, and when they found it, it was perfectly upright. The bow spits and intact. The rigging's intact. Uh, wow. It's about 145 feet of water, something like that. So all the wood and everything. It looks like a Perfectly real. Intact. Wow, yeah, that is remarkable. Yeah, I mean that's what I've heard, and I've seen the videos. It's impressive, but I've never been able to get uh, over that shrinkage uh, element that they have it's, there in the Great Great Lakes. How how cold are we talking? What do you experience? The uh, the, the first thermocline is at about one inch, uh, so <laughs> it may be like 68 at the surface, and within one inch, it's about. 60 or 65 wait one inch uh, depth a, or one inch one inch of depth it's like okay it's cold, okay right up front it's cold i didn't but know what kind of measuring uh, device he was uh referring no, to not, there we're not measuring that that's not a measuring device <laughs> that sounds the, like a uh, shrinkage meter you hear what i'm saying exactly yeah. Greg, it's okay. not a measuring stick yeah okay uh, so the, uh but anyway there'll be a couple more thermoclines on the way down uh, the, the bottom temperature in milwaukee was 39 uh, and the bottom temperature in Chicago was about 42 for most of them. Wow. So it was cold. Yeah. What, so, was, what was your max depth? Uh, 145. Hmm. Hey, 141. You, you're like that. doing your kiss, kiss, uh, rebreather stuff, I would assume. Yeah. We had, uh, it was actually a kiss, uh, it was like the guy from, uh, from Chicago who kind of built it as the kiss stravaganza. Uh, so it was, uh, a bunch of us. 
So he had um, maybe eight, eight or eight or ten, something like that. Yeah, kiss divers, and then a couple other people thrown in. But uh, it was yeah, it was all set up by him. He's a kiss diver as well. So Mike Young, the owner of the company, was there. Oh, okay. Uh, Woody, who you've met before, was there. Right. Uh, a couple other friends were there. So yeah, real good, real good time. Had a good little party. Cold. So it was a matter of very, very thick undergarments under dry suits and yeah. uh, dry gloves with undergloves to keep your hands from freezing. And we still had very short dives. We made up our own um, our own new hand signal. Yeah, uh, which was I'm freezing or what? Well, yeah, it, it, uh, I can I can tell you on the we'll go a little longer. Can you see me? It was kind of a two. Yeah. You can imagine what that's for? Uh-huh. Effing. Cold. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So by about forty-five minutes, we'd gotten it was too, too freaking we cold. So, yeah. So we, yeah. That was the uh, the universal signal of the uh, of the week. I didn't know that was the hand signal for friggin' weird. Yeah, that's. Uh, it was for us. I'm not seeing yes. it in the manuals. No, I, I got it. I totally uh, understood what you were saying there, and I didn't even have to hear it. It was awesome. You learn something every day. But uh, but you look you know, very very nice. I mean, those guys are. I my hat goes off to them. I'm I'm a warm water wimp like you. I mean, I'd much prefer uh, the waters of South Florida. It's a, but I, I'm not a wimp. I'm a wuss. Uh, okay, just to a be wuss. Well, I'm a same wimp thing. Whatever. Yeah. But uh, the uh, but the guys that are just hardcore. I mean, this is their local dive. This is what they do all the time. Mm-hmm. I know you've made that comment before. You know, when you're going to the um, the dive show there in Chicago, about these guys. This is what they do. I mean, every yeah. weekend they're getting in dry suits and thick undergarments and driving in 40 degree water and you know, more power to them, but, uh, it's, it's not something I want to do on a regular basis, but I understand the appeal and, you know, my hat's off to the guys that do it all the time. Yeah. Well, you know, I always remember when we used to do the dive show in that part of the country and in Chicago, uh, the, the divers super friendly, you know, and they have this cold water diving in the great lakes uh, available to them. They do this and they're all hardcore dry suiters and, and stuff, but, but, but they, they, they're meteor. You know, and this is actually uh, science. You know that, right? That the, uh, the the Midwest uh, area of the country, country is a little bit heavier, and it's probably because they have the cold water that they have to dive in. They need that extra insulation. How about that for for some science? It's it's either that. Or it's throwing either that it out the there. Curds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they get it from the cheese curds. It's probably it's the, in cheese the cheese curds, curds right? <laughs> yeah, the food. Oh, it's awesome. So, man. which which uh, Great Lake was this? Uh, Lake Michigan. Okay. The greatest of the lakes. Yeah. So now, yeah. So we're in Lake Michigan. I mean, there's some other stuff, you know, farther north, uh, but this is just, we want to kind of get a taste of it. It was, uh, it was very interesting. Not a lot of fish life. You know, everything's yeah. kind of covered in, uh, in zebra mussels. What's there's around some, it besides the uh, wrecks, though? Is it like just on a sandy bottom or is there yep. a little rubble or, or stuff? Or? Uh, it's usually a sandy bottom. You know, yeah. we know one thing that's supposed to be um, kind of a speakeasy for Al Capone. Uh, and there's still some bottles and stuff on the wreck that theoretically were kind of his stuff during Prohibition. Oh, wow. Um, That's cool. So there's just, the people that dive up there are really into the history of each of the individual wrecks, you know, mm-hmm. kind of how it went down, what happened, and what the story backstory was and so forth. So, yeah. you know, if you like that sort of thing, that was great. It was, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. And, well, in all the stories, you kind of embellish them a little bit. It's Chicago. Greg doesn't you know? have the attention span for that, but I would enjoy it. Yeah, well, no. I mean, yeah. Chicago, uh, the, like you said, uh, Al Capone, uh, dead bodies, guns, and all stuff. And not, you didn't see anything cool like that, right? No, nothing like uh, that. Okay. Just, 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 but again, very. I mean, my hat's off to those people. It's uh, it's hardcore diving. Uh, we had a good time with it. You know, it's like diving anywhere else. A lot of it's just the people. So we had a fun group, and it was just, you know, the the stuff before the you know, the dives, the surface interval, we all had group dinners, you know, at night and stuff. Yeah. So it was fun. Well, you're yeah. right. The, the, the people of uh, Chicago, when we did our world underwater, 
uh, the divers there are uh, one in a million. They're so cool. Because uh, and I think a part of it is really because they have to jump through so many extra hoops to get down underwater because it's so cold. Uh, you know, it's deep. It's the the you know the travel on the boat might be a little bit longer than us warm water wusses in Florida and other warmer areas of the planet. So they're hardy divers, dedicated. And when when you want something that bad, I think you just have that passion. And that came through. How do you warm up when you get back on the boat? Oh, you rub, uh, you know, bodies together and stuff, you know. They huddle or cuddle, depending on how you look at it. Would you like to talk diving? Greg the Dive Master's all toweled down and ready to take your call now. Call Scuba Radio at 1-888-88-SCUBA. Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer. And Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Peregrine is a simple, full-color, multi-gas dive computer. It's also the most economical Shearwater dive computer released to date. Check it out in the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater. Dive computers for demanding divers. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving, flying, and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving, flying, and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy. And this is why I wanted to tell you about Nanook Professional Protective Cases. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. From their high-impact NK7 resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook cases generally cost less than similar products currently on the market. From an iPhone to a full set of dive gear, whatever you need to shield from the elements, Nanook Professional Protective Cases has the size, shape, and color for you. Go to Nanook.com. That's N-A-N-U-K.com for Nanook Professional Protective Cases. The evolution of protection. Hi, Larry. Florida's spiny lobster season is open and the divers are coming for us. Fear not, my quaking crustacean. We're way too fast for those bubble-blowing morons. But they have the equalizer. The equalizer? The equalizer is a lightweight lobster snare with a one-handed band-powered trigger that grabs lobsters fast. Get your equalizer now at Florida Dive Retailers and at lobstersnare.net. Larry, duck in. I can see your antenna. Yikes. The equalizer lobster snare at lobstersnare.net. Prepare to rig for dive! Your surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Dive, dive, dive. What are you grubworms doing? Getting seconds on lobster. Seconds? Mm-hmm. I thought lobster upset your stomach. I dipped it in pesto bismol. Oh, you like dipping, eh? Yeah, come here. I like to eat lobster. Yes, a lobster. Directly from Maine. Why lobster? I like to see bullfights. Because lobsters live in sunny old Spain. For over 100 years. We're gonna start living. And stay fertile. You just wait and see. All their lives. Nothing but the best is good enough. Lobster is an excellent choice. Nothing but the best is good enough. 
This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Uh, we are going lobster diving this week, CJ and myself, down to Lauderdale-by-the-Sea once again. Uh, the regular season is open. Uh, to kick off the uh, run, we're going to join our friends at Force Blue, and we got Gonzo on from that fine organization with us on Scuba Radio. Gonzo, welcome. How are you, buddy? Thank you, sir. I'm doing well. How about you guys? Hey, we're good. We're getting ready to come down there and join you guys for another fun outing and, uh, you know, do some, I don't know, stony coral uh, disease monitoring right there by Commercial Pier and then uh, maybe snag a lobster or two. Is that on your agenda as well or are you just going to do the research? What do you think? You know, we're going to do the research, but if Scuba Radio, you know, you guys happen to come up with a bug or two. Well, that just adds to the experience. Well, you know, the Lobster Slayer and Bug Boy are coming down to assist. So anything could happen. <laughs> that you know? means lunch, Gonzo. Yeah, it means we got to go to lunch and pay for it, probably. Well, but, no. <laughs> that'll work. They're great tragedies in life, my friends. Yes. Okay, so Force Blue, forcebluteam.org. Check them out. They do uh, fine work. And this Monday, they're going to be at Lauderdale-by-the-Sea. I'm going to be down there with them. Uh, and, and you've got some... Uh, you know, uh, former special ops go- guys, military guys, part of the Force Blue team that are going down to monitor stony coral. What is it? Stony coral bleaching disease or stony coral disease? What do you? What is yes, it? Stony coral tissue disease. Tissue yes, disease. There you go. Yes, yeah. And uh, it, you're going down there to monitor this stuff, and then you're going to give the data to some scientists and stuff, and they, and uh, track this. But you put your team together. You're down there on location as we speak today, like laying the groundwork. Is that right? Yes, sir. We're doing. We're scouting the beach. We're also scouting the location. Uh, you know, so we can have everything mapped out, uh, ready for when our dive uh, volunteers, you guys in particular, come down. We're uh, we're ready to go. I love it. Doctor Doug Ebersol is going to be down there as well, so he's going to join us, and uh, he's part of the Force Blue team as well. And uh, just a great bunch of guys. Next week on the show, you're going to hear all about it because we're going to record a show on site with the gang and and kind of tell you what's going on with this. But it, it was fun when we had uh, we brought them together in Jupiter a few weeks ago. And I can't wait to hang with you guys and do, uh, you know, just have some uh, time to bond again. Well, with Yeah, I mean, you, you guys uh, love doing this and it's good work to boot so it's like the best of both worlds and we're going to be doing it at lauderdale by the sea beach diving capital of the world right there right yes sir yes sir and and that's the great thing about it is you know like we we talked about force blue allows our veterans it gives them a, a way to continue to serve our country to continue to serve our fellow man so it's a great way to do it and then when we have organizations like scuba radio and our scientific partners I mean, it just all comes together, so it's a wonderful thing for a wonderful cause. There you go. Forcebluteam.org is the website to go to. And also, there's a link there uh, on scubaradio.com. We're going to be announcing the winner of a great uh, dive package of gear from Zeagle that they've been uh, uh, promoting the last month or two for a raffle. We're going to announce the winner, I believe, on Monday. Isn't that the plan? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, all of those funds raised go directly to bringing in veterans who want to continue to serve. So this is a great way for uh, individuals, divers, or, or anyone to who wants to support your veterans, who also wants to w- have a chance at winning some exceptional gear. Uh, you know, once again, just coming together uh, for a great cause, help our veterans, and maybe win some uh, spectacular gear. Yeah, if you have trouble finding the link for that auction or raffle, so to speak, we, we have a link to it right there at scubaradio.com. 
because it's going to get a click through a few uh, different pages from forcebluteam.org. But if you're having trouble, there we do got a direct link to the uh, raffle section to take advantage of a last-minute chance to get on, in on that gear. It's like $3,300 worth of gear. That's uh, a special camo color, blue, like Force Blue. It, it's it's pretty sweet. So uh, whoever wins this is going to be a very, very happy diver for sure. And, of course, all the money goes to a great cause. Uh, yes, uh, funding awesome. events oh, like this. Awesome. Yeah. That, that kit will be custom-made to the winner. Custom-made to there the winner. There you go. Love it. So you'll be uh, truly the envy of uh, everyone else on the dive boat. They'll be looking at you. Like, Wait, why do you look so dang gone? Dang gone cool. Come on. So there you go. All right. Yes, sir. Good stuff. All right. Well, Gonzo, I'll let you get back to your planning, and we'll see you on Monday. And uh, look forward to hearing all about it next week on the big show, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you very much, guys. You guys have a blessed weekend. I'll see you on Monday. There you go. That's uh, Gonzo, as we like to call him. You know, uh, the great Gonzo, maybe. A little bit of that. I mean, he's he's kind of like a superhero more than a Muppet. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I wouldn't call him great. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. But I tell you what, he. I mean, the guy, he could be shot out of a cannon, and he, he'd definitely survive. You, <laughs> you saw him. He, he's like oh, a, yeah. He's like a, he's built like a superhero, and he, you know, special ops kind of guy and stuff. Pretty, and just a super, super nice guy. So we're going to have a, a lot of fun next week on the big show. CJ and I will be down there. Barry's going to hang out with us, too, I believe, a little bit. Uh, that'll happen Monday. We're going to record the show. Then we're going to go catch us some lobster. Be a lot and, warmer uh, for Dr. Doug than his last dive. That's true. Yeah, so he's earned his uh, Lauderdale-by-the-Sea outing uh, there with us. So look forward to hanging with him and the rest of the crew at Force Blue. And once again, you'll hear all about it next week on the big show. So, uh Make sure you join us for the update accordingly if you can't be there in person with us. All right, forcebluteam.org. Till then, remember, it's always better. Where, gang? Down where it's wetter. Safe diving, everyone. If you want to stay in the know, if you be pressurized there, you'll want to be there on Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Scuba Radio. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the Internet at scubaradio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen. Yes, we all miss our loved ones and gases. Let's go! The opinions you just heard on Scuba Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. Okay, you know, what I just heard? Blah, 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 blah. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. Come on, quit yanking me. Scuba diving does involve risk and should never be conducted without proper instruction and training. Oh, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could die. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at scubaradio.com.